Hey everyone, this is Lionel from Sneaks, Rhymes, and Life. So we're going to talk about the New York Knicks and what has happened to this team ever since they didn't make it in the bubble and COVID stopped their season in March of 2020 and what they've been up to in the offseason and then how did this season ultimately go and their playoff run. So just hang tight. Here comes the episode featuring the New York Knicks and what has happened this season. What is good, Sneaks, Rhymes, and Life Nation? Um, welcome to another episode of Sneaks, Rhymes, and Life. I am your host, Lionel McDonald. So, this episode, we're going to talk about my squad. I'm going to give you my thoughts um, on the New York Knicks season. So, very no easier way to put it um disappointing result in this 2021 playoff <sighs> thought we matched up really well against uh, another young team in the Atlanta Hawks um you know we had an MVP candidate in Julius Randle that really came into his own Tom Thibodeau, um, you know, worked some wonders in terms of how this team was coached, um, focusing his team on defense, leveraging, you know, um, the 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 young stars and talent, like uh, an absolute brilliant uh, move by by uh, the front office to bring in Derrick Rose, and you know, we let Dennis Smith Jr. and a pick you know, go in return. And Derrick Rose has been absolutely incredible. I think we went like 16 and or 17 and seven down the stretch since we acquired Derrick Rose. We were at a top five NBA record. You know, the team finished with 41 wins, 31 losses. I think that the world had picked the Knicks to win not even 30 games. And for them to win 41, 10 games over 500, you know, beat the likes of Miami, um, the Celtics to be the four seed on, you know, underneath the the, the Sixers, the um, the uh, Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks. It was an accomplishment all on its own. Got Julius Randle, uh, an MVP candidate, um, most improved player in the league. You got a finalist in Derrick Rose as six man of the year. R.G. Barrett grew leaps and bounds. Um, you know, New Orleans, uh, Noel was uh, an incredible shot blocker, top five in the NBA, I believe. Um, you know, we did not make a ton of threes, but they were timely. Julius Randle shot 40% from three. I think so did RJ Barrett. Um, and then we also had, um, you know, number one defense uh, efficiency, I believe it was, number one defense against the three. Um, so the team was, on paper, spectacular into some of the numbers, way above expectation. That's like a win on its own. But, you know, a regular season, as we've seen, and I live in Toronto, and uh, we've seen the Raptors up until two uh 2019 where winning around is just not enough. We, getting to the playoffs is just not enough. We we need 
teams want deep runs. And was this Knicks team built for a deep run? No, definitely not. Didn't have that one extra gear to to put some teams away. So we ran into the Hawks. And uh, after a couple of close games and, um, you know, we will uh, we will talk about a couple. I'll give you five points why the Knicks struggled in the playoffs. Um, so number one is their best players. I don't know, overwhelmed by the moment, um, but their best players were not their best players. So all season long, top two players, Julius Randle, you know, tw- you know, 20 plus points, um, like literally 10 plus rebounds and, and like six assists. Like there is like less than 10 people that have ever averaged that in an NBA season. Um, so pretty amazing, including Oscar Robertson and Michael Jordan are on that list. But Julius Randle has struggled mightily. He was actually outscored by Derrick Rose in uh, in in this playoff series um, versus um, versus the Atlanta Hawks. Um, so that that we won. You know, big players did not come to, come to play. Um, number two is um, is. Um, we just didn't have three scores clicking at the same time. So, hey, the game four, um, you know, where the now Knicks are down uh, 3-1. Um, and um, we, we definitely saw that, hey, you know, RJ got some points. You know, Julius Randle got to 20, but a lot of work from the line. Um, but then we had Derrick Rose struggle. You know, game one and game two, you know, both Randall and RJ Barrett struggled might, mightily um, against um, uh, against the Hawks. And we, we definitely just, it just didn't work. We, we had Rose and, you know, Alex Burks kind of clicking, but we needed the third score. You know, we saw the Hawks have three scores. We had, you know. You know, they got Collins, Clint Capella, and um, and obviously Trey Young. And then when Collins wasn't clicking, Brandonovich was uh, was launching. Um, so uh, that's a, a, another piece. Number three, the, we lost the chess match, uh, matchup uh, on the coaching ranks. And I don't think Thibodeau has done a great job, but, you know, playoffs are a game of adjustments and you had to find a lineup that was going to work and get them enough scoring. So yeah, we changed the starting lineup that didn't work. We, you know, got um, Alex Burks after two games and was, was really cooking with his shot. It, it, he fizzled and, you know, the team has continued to struggle, although we won game two. So have just not found the lineup that can match up well with what, Atlanta does, and um, it's been a struggle. Number three is that, or number four is their defense just hasn't been good enough to stop Trey Young. They put Trey Young in the pick and roll. They 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 have uh, tried using Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton um, is literally now sitting on the bench and not even playing. Like Derrick Rose is he played Game Three and Game Four as a starter and that injection didn't get it uh, done or didn't get it cooking at all. So 
you know, Trey Young has been the best player by a landslide in, in the series, and um, no way to stop Trey Young, no way to win the series. If Randall is not the Knicks' best player, and he has not been, um, this is the all star, this was the MVP candidate, this was the most valuable player. Derrick Rose, and he's put up an admirable performance. Out, he's the leading scorer on the Knicks at 20 plus a game, but that's not enough. Um, not to get anything from RJ and uh, and Randall in even a supporting role um, hasn't been enough, but it's the defense that this team has been built on in, in, in being number one or in the top five in so many defensive statistical categories. You know, New Orleans Noel hasn't been able to, to block enough shots and, you know, Taj Gibson has worked extremely hard and been great, but I, I think we really miss, you know, the shot blocking of, um, of Mitchell Robinson that's been hurt, but injuries are injuries in the playoffs. And that is that. And number five, you know, the Knicks do not shoot a lot, but shot, shot it very well in, um, in the 2020, 21 season. And that's the three point shot. Yeah. The Atlanta Hawks shoot a ton of threes. They got lots of guys that want to shoot it. Brangyanovich, obviously Trey Young wants to shoot it like, like uh, Curry and Dame, but uh, shoot it from 30 feet. But, uh, you know, Collins and so many other guys have shot the three way better than the Knicks. And, you know, with the exception of the game two that, uh, that Bullock had uh, and making like four threes, um, you know, R.J. Barrett has been great from the corner, hasn't been great in the series. Uh, Randall has been great at the top of the key um, and hasn't hasn't been able to make them. It, it's been too and too far between. Like, if you can imagine that, and not just three-point shooting, but sh- shooting in game four, like, it's just not going to get it. Or game, I guess that would be game three, which I think really the series pivoted after Knicks won. RJ and, and Randall can't go four of 24 combined and expect to win an NBA basketball game in the playoffs. So th- that has been a, a huge miss that they made a ton of threes. Randall was made able to create his own shot and, and make shots and make and create for other people and just hasn't worked out. And I, I'm going to give you a bonus one. Um, the Knicks don't get any easy baskets, but Atlanta does whether it's pick and roll, whether it's penetration and kick. Atlanta seems like the Knicks are the better defensive team, but seem like they've gotten, they've, they've, they've given Atlanta so many open shots, but in turn do not get anything. It feels like the clock is always winding down on the Knicks and the Knicks are looking where they're going to get the, is it Derrick Rose just going to have to take it to the rack? Is, is Burke going to have to put it on the floor? You know, we've seen RJ at its best in transition. But when the ball, unfortunately, has gone to Randall, it's been slow. They send a slow double team, doesn't pass out it fast enough. He's not decisive enough when he quickly gets the ball. And, and that's stagnated the offense, not created enough shots or enough ball movement. And, you know, Thibodeau is about defense and, and, and about effort. And um, not to say they haven't tried, but it, it, they haven't focused enough on the offensive side of the ball to, to make a difference. So that's why this series has been such a struggle. But uh, let, let's look at the, uh, the flip side and what does the summer of 2021 bring? Well, good news for the Knicks. The Knicks have the most cap space of any NBA, and we've talked about it. 
year after year, twice is LeBron going to get come here? Is Kyrie and, and KD going to come? None of that happened. Yeah, are they going to win the lottery and get Zion? No, what they got, RJ. Um, you know, the, the last free agent of any significance was Julius Randle. And it's only Julius Randle now is kind of coming to his own um, to be with this team. You know, we did have Amari Stoudemire was probably the big free agent prior to that um that came to New York and then obviously they traded for Carmelo and um and we had a good team you know we were to win around I think that was 2013 the last time we were players but, but then we lost to the Pacers I remember it, it was my uh, bachelor weekend when we watch uh the Knicks lose a pivotal game against the Pacers and ultimately that was the doomsday for that series so but hey Number one, they got draft. They, 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 sorry, not draft, but they uh, jumping ahead here, but they got tons of cap space. They can get a marquee free agent. So who's on the market? Um, Ball from the Pelicans is on the market, which is amazing. Mm, very interesting. Chris Paul, and you've seen what he's done in OKC. And, and now with, with the Suns, the Suns look like uh, they're going to put away the Lakers. Um, you know, in uh, in this series, based on the way that uh, the injury bug is now fallen into place with um, AD now being out, and um, you know that that series has got to play it out, and someone's got to win four. But it definitely looks like the Suns have a chance to actually beat the Lakers. But I still have the Lakers uh, winning the series. You know that that um, that sprained ankle is going to come around for LeBron, I believe, and they're going to find a way to get it done. So um, I think one of the most interesting players that's out there is DeMar DeRozan. So DeMar is good at creating his own shot. It would be another, another piece that could get to the rim. I don't like how DeMar doesn't shoot the three very well, but he's done a good job in, in leading San Antonio since he was traded for Kawhi and, and, uh, um, you know, back at the 2018-2019 the season. So um, that's a very interesting pickup. I, I don't know what DeMar is thinking. I don't know what any of these guys are thinking of right now um, to move forward. But the Knicks have, once again, opportunity to add a very important piece. And maybe this would take a little bit of pressure off of, of RJ, I think, and most notably that not that he doesn't want to get better, but he can really pick the shots that he's taking and, um, you know, versus trying to be the star in the playoffs, he can be uh, a, a good complimentary player, but this would move the needle. This would make the Knicks able to now win around, like, and that's kind of going in the right direction. I, I still think Philly, I still think Brooklyn, uh, and I think they're the best team in the East, even though they finished as a second seed. And, um, I definitely think Milwaukee is they've retooled and that could be the team to beat. Uh, I think a Brooklyn Milwaukee series would be very, very interesting, but the Knicks in adding a free agent could be the fourth best team in the East, which would be saying something. Um, and then I think the other unique piece is we got young players. We got draft cap, we, we got uh, cap space. We also have draft capital. So Lo and behold, somehow the Knicks did not trade away their draft pick in some ridiculous trade like we've done so many times. You know, we've been on the other end of the spectrum, and 
way over the luxury tax. Paying luxury tax, have guys not playing, and then ultimately um, have no draft picks. So you can't move the needle with any young players. But the Knicks have the 19th pick, which is theirs. And then because of the Porzingis trade, they got Dallas's pick. So they no, these are not top 10 picks. But there's a, this is a pretty deep draft. And I wouldn't say that these are superstars, but these would be good pieces to add to make their team deeper, to make their team better. Talk about getting the health of Mitchell Robinson back into the, into the equation. This could solidify the Knicks with a, a deep roster that, hey, maybe in time they could beat a, a team like Philly. They could beat a team like Milwaukee. Um, if Randall and RJ improve and we add a free agent and, and some other pieces. So for the first time in a long time, and the, the Knicks kind of really moved the needle, this could attract a free agent plus the draft picks and people be happy to be in New York. Um, they, they, there's still the rumors that even, you know, after um, um, Zion's contract is over and free that his body holds up, that he would be very interested in coming to New York. So who knows at this point what will happen? We know that Kawhi can opt out. Could you imagine if Kawhi came to the Knicks um, and what that dynamic could possibly look like? This could be a team that could win. Um, but we, we know that Kawhi is, is uh, very interested in staying in L.A. I think that the, the, the Mavs series will tell a, a, a tall tale on how his playoff run ends up is what Kawhi ends up doing because I know he asked for the farm and a jet to, to to go to the Lakers and it didn't happen and the Clippers were able to accommodate some of those things so he's there so on the flip side some of the, the roster is going to have to turn out to, or turn over and there's going to be some pieces that leave um to Frank uh, Nikita that gave the fresh uh, French Prince he's big contract we're gonna have to find a way to unload that one because you know, I've seen him in very odd situations. It, it looks like even, you know, Alfred Payton, which is the next one, the list is kind of totally falling out favor. We're talking about defensive possessions like late in game one. Um, and Frank came in and was absolutely lost. Like Payton should have been the move and that didn't happen. So Payton is not happy how things have gone. You know, he, he's not even starting anymore. So he's probably on his way out. And Kevin Knox, obviously, is just, you know, unless Kevin Knox can turn the season or turn his development uh, a couple notches in the offseason, like we we can easily say Kevin Knox shouldn't be on the team. He's an inexpensive contract. I mean, we can put him in a suit for the, the balance of the year, but he has been on the bench. But Kevin Knox is someone that is on the verge of uh, of being out. So, that's my review of the Knicks. Uh, although the series against um, Atlanta has been incredibly frustrating and like the, the blowouts and game three looked close on paper, but it was not. Game four was a disaster. Um, you know, game five um, crowd was crazy, but um, I think when we look at the series overall, um, yeah, we, we definitely need another piece. We need a couple of our young leaders like Randall and RJ to play better, but the future looks bright. We can get a free agent. We we can we got two first round draft picks. We got draft cap, we got sorry, cap space, and we got a couple guys that we can get rid of that because these young guys that are first round picks are gonna 
take those. And hey, could we parlay two first round picks into a lottery pick and move out? Not saying that that's the right thing, but for the first time, like the Knicks in like, gosh, like I think since the Patrick Ewing era, we actually have options and good options to do some things. So, you know, I'll record this later, throw it in the caption or in the, the comment section on IG, you know, what do you, what do you think the Knicks need to do and what's your thoughts on the season overall? Um, thanks for listening to another episode of Sneaks Rhymes in Life and uh, talk to you all very soon. Go Knicks, go.